welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hi, Broads. Hi, Breakup Broads. Oh, yeah, Breakup Broads. <laughs> Hashtag Breakup Broads. Hashtag Breakup Broads. Hashtag Brokenhearted Broads. Brokenhearted Broads. Hashtag Free Broads. Hashtag Dating Curiosity Broads. Hashtag Boyfriend Broads. Hashtag Girlfriend Broads. I feel like we're bringing back that hashtag thing from like five years ago. Ten years ago. Remember when you, when you used to say everything like, hashtag Best <laughs> Friends. Oh, geez. oh man. I'm, I, I was a little bit out of that because of my age, but my younger sister used to do it and nothing made me more angry. I used to do it in high school all yeah, the time. Yeah. I, I didn't know what a uh, hashtag was in high school. <laughs> I still don't really like, do people actually follow hashtags? Every once in a while when I need some inspiration, I'll hop on a hashtag. Really? Like what? Yeah, like I'll look up hair hashtags. Okay. I'll look up tattoo hashtags. Oh, okay. I'll look up um, fashion hashtags. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never actually I enjoy done it. that. I found some really good stuff on there. Found some beautiful individuals that I started to follow, actually. Like that's, good that's, accounts. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I've actually followed like artist hashtags. I've followed them. So like whenever, whenever anyone, like if the artist themselves doesn't have an Instagram, exactly. then I'll follow the hashtag so I can see whenever someone exactly. posts something of theirs. I found, uh, you had told me about Thongria and oh, yeah. I forgot, um, her name and I found her again via a hashtag and now I'm following. Oh her, which is fantastic. yeah. Smart. Yeah. Cool. Um, anyway, here we are again, you know, here we are again. Here we are again. All by myself. <laughs> I I did I changed it. This is my. It's true. You know what? Because we're all in this shit together. Yeah, we got so much love after our one year anniversary episode. Oh my god! Thank you all for the sweet messages and shout outs and all. I felt very overwhelmed with love. Yeah, it was awesome. um, And then having the following breakup episode after and people messaging and it was it was. Yeah, it's so funny how many people messaged me and it wasn't so much about like, I just had a breakup so much as like, oh, this was so validating for my breakup eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it brought up a lot of like old memories for people. I know it did for me when we sat down and we started to talk about it. I all of a sudden was like, oh shit, I forgot about my little brother called me. He was like, I'm listening to this episode. And he's like, I remember when you guys started finding every day, like when it went from every week to every day. But he was no, he was like laughing. He's like, (laughs) I remember that. And he's like, you were so devastated. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's my little brother. So he was just like, oh, I was like you're wow, pathetic. What a sensitive, precious boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, no, but um, I, I loved recording that episode and I got really stoked with the idea of us talking more about like breakup. Yeah, well, we had we had so many messages afterwards with people. And again, it wasn't just then all breakups. It was a lot of things that like started to like stir thoughts, like a lot of DMs for married people yeah. saying I'm feeling this way and that way or people who are in relationships going, I have questions about this now. So mm-hmm. we're like. Let's just open. Let's keep this train a going. Yeah, let's do a part two. Choo choo. Bring on your questions and. And now that we have the audio questions, I just like it even I, more. I really like the audio mm-hmm. questions now too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can always send in any of your que- audio questions to ask the broads at Gmail, even if we haven't like 
asked for them. If you yes. have any general advice or any questions for Jess and I yeah. about our lives, feel free to send over a voice memo. I think that's how we'll be doing it from now on. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely it's personal. Uh, personal. Yeah, I like to hear your voice and I like to hear the inflection. And sometimes when I read it, you know, that's true. I'm um if if we're uh, chasing around little babies and trying to read at the same time, sometimes you get lost. But when I can just pop my earbuds in and listen to you, it makes it a lot easier. And it's fun because then you get to be a part of our show with, yeah. you, with your voice. So that's always we nice. are living our love line fantasy over here today. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're just Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla living our best lives Wait, for love line. What if we did this? This would be fun too. Yeah, like people could just send in if they're with their friends or something. They listen to the podcast. They could send in a shout out and be like, "Love the Broadscribe, whatever, whatever." Say whatever they want to, and maybe we could throw in a shout out at the end of episodes. Sometimes I love that. That would be kind of fun, right? Yes. Oh and my god. Okay. Ask the broads at gmail.com and you label it like, shout out. Yeah. Label that, it shout out. Put that in the, then in you the, can be uh, like, Hey, it's Heather, Brittany and yes. And whatever we'll throw it on the end of an episode. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. And you, or you could do a message to someone like if your friend listens. Oh yeah. You could be like, it's, it's like Kendra's birthday, September 30th. I want to say, I love you girl. Wait, what is the, what is the show? It's like coast one of it's it's love songs on the coast, uh-huh. and it'll be like Karen or whoever's the the DJ. And oh, she'll be oh like, yeah, when someone calls, and, and she'll then... be like, Bonnie, Derek wanted you to know that he loves you oh, so much, yes. and he's dreaming of you every night, and this is the song dedicated to you. Yes, it's like ah 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 ah, stand alive. Yeah, <laughs> like, wow, yeah. You, so call in and or send in your voice memo, and you can like de- I want to dedicate this episode. <laughs> It's like a breakup episode. You're like, I want to dedicate this to my 25th anniversary with my husband. I love you so much, Roger. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, send in whatever, whatever the heck you want. And they have no idea what the theme of the episode is. Yes. <laughs> You're just dedicating it. To my beloved. <laughs> But yeah, send in whatever, and maybe yeah. we'll put it on the. Put it oh, I love on that idea. Show. I love that idea. I think that's fun. Okay, yeah. so um, well, we're going to be talking about breakups again, and honestly, the fact is that my best friend and lover during my breakup was wine. You need it. I need it. Oh gosh, sitting in the tub, watching Sex in the City, drinking wine was healing. It still is. Um, and our favorite way to find and drink the best of the best wine is through First Leaf Wine Club, saving money on award-winning wine you're guaranteed to love has never been easier with first leaf unlike other wine clubs that guess your favorite wines first leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes first leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine they even have a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee that means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine first leaf will cover it completely so many of you broads know how easy it is. I hopped online, took a quiz about my wine taste and the details of what I love and don't love. First Leaf then sent me my six pack of introductory wine after I went through the burden of tasting them all. Oh my gosh, what oh, a tough life. Tough. So hard. Um, I went back online and rated the wines and let First Leaf know which wines I liked, which ones I didn't. Uh, since then, the six pack of wine they send me just keeps getting better and better. It is a true joy and my wine taste and knowledge have also experienced 
expanded. So I feel very fancy talking about wine at parties now because I have a vast knowledge. Yes, you're a sommelier now. Yes. Sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro. Offer six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. And most of these wines are $20 a bottle. And with our deal, it's like you're buying them for just five bucks a bottle. So go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only 26 quality bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Honestly, shipping six bottles of wine is so heavy. So getting free shipping on top of it. Oh my God. That's great. Um, uh, and this is a great this is a great gift to give to someone who's going through a breakup. Yeah, give them or, a nice or for the holidays. Or for the holidays. For someone you love. Yeah. A partner you're with. You and your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever can sit by the fire and sip oh, on some first yeah. leaf wine. But if someone's going through a hard breakup, you can surprise them with a nice six pack of wine. Yes. It's a nice I also think wine's really helpful for when you start dating again, but I'll get into that later. Like I'm being Ooh, serious. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, let's hop into this. Let's go. Ooh, I'm so excited. Me too. Hey, broads. My name is Maeve and I'm from Virginia. I love you both so much. Um, my question was regarding the best way to help out someone that's going through a really difficult breakup. Mm. Um, be it a friend or a sibling, just someone in your life that you want to show your full support um, for. My sister last year went through a horrible, horrible breakup um, where her boyfriend of a couple years basically just said he didn't love her anymore. And it led to a complete reevaluation of like who she was, a lot of breakdowns. And I think everyone in my family just didn't really know how to help. Um, it's such a devastating thing to see someone go through. And so, yeah, I guess I just want to know the best way, in your opinion, in your experiences for both of you, um, how to help someone and just show them that you support them and love them and want to help them move on and find their groove again in life. So, yeah, thanks. Well, that's so thoughtful. That is very sweet. I only think about myself. That's true. <laughs> I just hope my friends can get over it soon so we can go have fun again. I'm so bored. I tell them, with all don't of you. call me until you're over him, okay? Lose my number until he's. <laughs> um, well, I think it's different depending on what stage the person's in in the breakup. Very true. So I think at first you need to handle it sensitively, mm-hmm. like any. I mean, kind of like any grieving person. And I think you need to don't avoid them. Check, like, be like, hey, I started out with I'm here for you mm-hmm. no matter what. And I was thinking of something as she was talking. So check in, but don't, don't, I think don't check in and be like, so how are you? How are things? Because it's so broad and it's so like overwhelming to even answer sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I would check in and be specific. So like, Hey, I've been thinking about you. Like, how's your morning going? Or like, Oh, that's very nice. Or like, what was something your, that's what was digestible? Your, what was your highlight and low light of the past week oh, or of the past yeah. day? Like something that someone can, yeah. Digestible that they can answer Yeah, and be like, yeah. And you can start a conversation like, oh, this is my highlight and low light. Like, yeah. I or, feel like off that too, just like then asking specifics um, about like how they are, or like not just how are you, but asking those specifics, like you're saying, um, asking specifically like what someone needs. Mm. Even, I mean, I know obviously sometimes it's, it, 
impossible to communicate that when you're struggling. But yeah. like, that's, maybe, that's a little broad too. Like, maybe what do you asking need like, oh no, just kind of like, hey, today, yeah. like, can I um, bring you some, can I bring you some dinner? Yeah. Can I bring you a bottle of wine and dinner tonight? Does that sound good? And then asking a specific, not just being like, so I'm here for you. Let me know how yeah. I could help you. Yes. Being very specific. Like, hey, I was thinking maybe I could come over and we could get face masks or let's go to Disneyland today. Does that sound okay? Or would you rather just be low key? Which, by the way, is a really good tip for like a friend going through postpartum yeah. and all that kind of thing too. Mm -hmm. Just be like, can I, could I bring you dinner on Thursday or is there another day that would work? Mm -hmm. Or is there another way that I could like bring something to help you? Yeah. And if you give them something specific, then it's easier for the person to be like, you know what? I'm more in the mood to like kind of get out. Mm -hmm. And then you can give them a specific get out scenario. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Instead of it just being like leaving it kind of up to them because yeah. you're just feeling like kind of like someone just, dropped you in the middle of an ocean and you don't you can't find anything you're just like i don't know yeah or maybe you could be like this song made me smile today so i thought i'd send it to you and you could like just do something like little gestures yeah um yeah sending a photo like a funny oh, photo like, of you guys uh, yes. remember when we went to you know the fair and like that you know such and such happened we should go to that again sometime yeah. you want to go like whatever just yeah yeah a concert maybe mm -hmm. Um, I think those are all great ideas, but I think, but maybe this is more of my personality. I had a friend who it had been a long time, like maybe six or seven months later and she was really still not over this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, Cause and it, we, you hit a certain point. Yeah. And we How did have like a tough love conversation. It was specific where, well, and even with this girl with her sister, mm -hmm. you get to a certain point where you're like, dude, we gotta be real. He sucks. Yeah. He broke your heart. And, like, he fucked you over. So, mm -hmm. like, fuck him. You deserve better. It's so true. Because you, at the very beginning, unless, again, it was a very, like, a situation where it was, like, very bad. Like, very, he, he very, very on bad. You with five people. But and sometimes even when someone cheats, the person does not need to hear over and over again about how horrible they are because... They need to be validated. I know for myself. Grief. Yeah, I'll, I'll sometimes take on then the guilt of it like, like I, I had a bad him. I like my yeah yeah my barometer was off I had a bad picker I chose someone wrong how did I not see this you know I shouldn't miss him exactly so sometimes it's good to kind of ease in at first yeah. and be like you are so validated in your pain and I'm here for you and whatever yeah. but yeah you hit a certain point where it's kind of like hey and wait longer than you think you need to I think <laughs> yes, that too because yes. time is different between the person actually going through the breakup and the person hearing about it for three or four months yeah so wait, wait a really good amount of time. Do you before. remember when you all of a sudden, like you were hit with that moment of realizing that it had been like six months since your breakup and you were like, shit, I thought it had been three weeks. Like oh. it's fe it feels like forever, but also you Sometimes like verbalizing later though too. So yeah. that's hard too. Where mm -hmm. at first I remember in my bad breakup, I was like, well, this is fine. I'm just like, you know, and then it hits. They're like, they're really gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Or if the person's boyfriend or ex didn't do anything bad to them, just like encourage them that they deserve to like be with someone who feels the same way and yeah. who they have like a wonderful. I don't know if this is good advice for everyone <laughs> <laughs> because it just worked specifically for me. But m one of my very, very best friends, when Evan had, after Evan had broken up with me and it had been about like 
four or five months and I had grieved very hard. Yeah. She was so supportive the whole time. And literally one day (laughs) she came bursting into my dorm room and she was just like, okay, we're done up and at him. And she literally was started to like tap dance. I was like crying, laughing. She was just acting, acting a fool. And I was like, it was so fun. And she literally was like, I packed a lunch. I have a sweatshirt for you. We're going to Disneyland. And I was like, I don't want to, I'm not. And she's like, get up and she literally dragged me out of the uh, like out of our uh, dorms Mm -hmm. and made me go with her and I had the greatest day and she kind of just spent like a week of literally forcing me and I don't necessarily think that's the right answer for everyone but I needed that yeah because I was just in a pit and I couldn't get out of it and so she was just like so loving so supportive for a few months and then she was like that's it she's like you are in a just pile of sludge right now and yeah. you need to just pick yourself up and get back out there I in think you life. could do a lighter version of that earlier on like I think maybe even if it's in the beginning you could be like okay we're gonna go on a walk right now and they'd be like no mm-hmm. I just want to sit on the couch and cry like no let's, get, let's go out and get some fresh air come mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. we're gonna go pick up food and yeah. like go sit in the car even if it's like sitting in the car next to the like we're gonna get out of the house just yeah. for a little bit we're gonna yeah. go shopping or something yeah to even, break like, that like maybe being the one who's keeping them accountable to maybe at least once a week get out of the house and like do something go for a run or like go to the gym together mm-hmm. or like something go to a movie yeah even where you don't have to talk yeah but just to get them out of the house totally getting out of the house was huge to me yeah that the, like that breaks that cycle and the, the, the thought patterns in your head and like memories and all that <laughs> stuff just- I remember once literally after like two, three months of just being like so low that I went out to the movie theater and I just like she again, my friend kind of like pushed me out. And I was like, okay, fine. And I remember looking in the bathroom mirror and being like, oh, God. Because I was just like in like sweat that hadn't been like washed in two weeks. And it was again like months later. I just had bags under my eyes and I kind of looked at myself and I was like, I need to change. <laughs> and I didn't change for at least another month and a half. Uh-huh. But you have that that feeling sometimes when you go out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Go to Sephora, buy some new makeup. Yeah. Something Get like a fun that. little makeover. Go for a bike ride. All right, that was a good one. Yeah, that was great and very thoughtful. Yes. Very thoughtful. All right. Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm 24. I live in Seattle, Washington. Um, I basically just went through the worst breakup of all breakups. Um, Basically what happened was that I was dating this guy for uh, two years and we decided to move in together. We got an apartment with him and his sister and her boyfriend. Um, So we were all living together. And about a month in, um, his sister said that she didn't like me and I was too quiet and it wasn't necessarily anything that I did. I was just too awkward and it was like a red flag. Um, And so she said it was either me or her and he obviously chose her and I got dumped and kicked out. Um, And now it's been like a month and a half and I'm living on my own. Um, but he keeps on messaging me, like, about just random things, and I obviously still love him very much, and 
I don't know, it wasn't our relationship that was bad. Like, he was my best friend, and our relationship was, like, super good. Um, it was just the situation that we were in. And he says that he doesn't love me anymore, but he messages me all the time and, like, looks at my Instagram and stuff. And I just feel like I'm getting mixed signals, and I've tried to talk to him about it, but he just is like, no, no, it's never going to work, it's never going to work. But, like, I don't know. What do I do? Um, please help me. <laughs> Um, I love you guys, by the way. Um, any advice would help, honestly. Girl, first of all, I am so I'm, sorry. Okay, first of all, Hannah, I'm so fucking heated for you right I now. Am and I am living. But Becca and I are literally like looking at each other, like we were so heated. I'm I'm mad. I'm I'm furious. We're for gonna have you, to get Hannah. the broad squad and Justice go kick for some Hannah. Ass. Justice for Hannah right now. Mm. Um, we love you. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Okay. <sighs> okay. First of all, I want to address this. There's a few things to address. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Well, first of all, Hannah, you said obviously he chose her. And no, that's not obvious because you know what? You're <laughs> so bad. like your sister, your sibling who you like, if my sibling gave me an ultimatum and was like, you need to dump your just be, you need to dump your boyfriend because he's too quiet. Like it's me or him. I would be like. What the fuck? Fuck off. Also, I'm sorry. The type of individual who would give their sibling who they care about an ultimatum when they are... This is someone that their sibling loves, has moved in with, and they say t to their sibling, they're too quiet and, like, awkward, I think. She no, said, if anything, like, I understand that there's maybe friction and then maybe there's a situation where you ask the person to move out or you and your partner move out. Right. Or let's just say the sister and Hannah have like a full, like a lot Beef. of altercations. Yeah. Yes. There's like a huge issue. But like because she's quiet. No, oh, no, 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 no. This is this no. is some this is some serious fuckery. No. First of all, your ex is a piece of trash. I. <sighs> I feel like the fact that your ex can be manipulated by someone so easily is a gigantic red flag. Huge. Because not only is Stand he- Stand up to your fucking self for, yeah. for, for yourself and yeah. for the person you love. Yeah, the fact that, that, that he doesn't go, hey, I'm sorry, sis, that you don't like my girlfriend. If you're not comfortable, I guess we'll have to move out. Or you'll have to move out since you're the one with the problem. Right. But let's just say, yeah, even, sure, even sure, to sure, avoid sure. even avoid family drama, like, we'll move out then. And you need to be the priority. You, you put your sibling... In, I don't care who... I am so close to my siblings, and if one of them said that, I would be like, I don't know who you think you are to be commenting on what kind of person I should be dating when this person treats me right, and I well, love them. Well, and that's them. the thing. Again, we're not, Becky and I are not talking about a situation where the sister went to him and said, your girlfriend said this to me. She's terrible. She's, she, or she just doesn't. She's been burning my clothes in the back. Or she doesn't treat you right. She I don't like the way she right. talks to she you. She thinks she's quiet, and maybe they, like no. maybe you guys Stand don't like up vibe. for yourself. No. Absolutely not. No. He and the fact that he did not stand up for you and he did not say, hey, this is actually none of your business. And the fact that he's now saying he doesn't love you. Well, but on top of it is constantly messaging her. No, that's which, so manipulative. Which also means that here's somebody who 
wasn't able to stand up for themselves, but still obviously has an interest because he wasn't the one who technically called it off. His He let his sister call it off. So, of course, he has lingering desires to continue conversation with you if you guys were best friends and had a really great relationship that is that is manipulative what he's doing so because he's te- like you said like you said he's sending mixed messages he's saying that he doesn't love you and that it's over yet he's he wants to have his cake and eat it too and this family sounds like you need to stay the fuck away from yeah them. this is a runaway do you know what vibe i'm getting what jed's family i i <laughs> have been thinking of jed and his sister jess the entire time we've been talking. Question And I'm like, Question is she attracted it. to Are him? you Hannah Alabama? Is this Jed? <laughs> Send a message if this is Jed's family. Because literally, and when we we're talking about this, I'm like, okay, is does his sister want to be with him? Yeah, it's is a that weird, what's going on? It's like, really no one's st- good enough for him? Yeah, whatever dynamic is going on, I mean... I am so sorry that you had to go through that because I can't imagine how no. that would feel. But I am also so happy that you are now in a place that you are removed from a family like that. Except because... she's not fully removed. So this is where we need to yes. move into what she needs to do. Yes, 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 yes. Take it away. <laughs> it is time to be the opposite of how your ex-boyfriend was and stand up for yourself. I No, just block him. Well, that's what I think. This is what okay, I think. You just block him. See, no, I, this is this is this. I would okay. want to have my shining moment of being like, you know what? Fuck you. But I wouldn't say fuck you. But, but also I would like she might not. But this is this is why I say just block him. Okay. Actually, go talk. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, no. I, I, I just feel like this could be a moment where you unlike him who does not take a stand for what he wants. I know you said that you still love him yeah. and that you, um, like you guys are best friends and all this, but someone like this is going to be 100% toxic in your life. Like, and again, let's just say, let's just say one day he comes around and goes, you know what? I made a mistake. Uh-huh. I should have stood up. I love you. I want to be with you. Please get back together with me. This is going to be a rough road. First of all, you don't want to have in-laws like that. So. You don't want to have in-laws. And let me tell you from someone who's been married for seven plus years, in-laws are a real deal. And obviously this guy's close to his family. So well, you really yeah. have to take that obviously into consideration. Puppeted. By exactly. And when you marry someone and they're able to be puppeted, like that is a whole other hot mess that I'm telling you, you just do not want to deal with. Um, so that's like best case scenario. He asks you that and then you have that situation. But I feel like you need to tell him that for your sake to move on, to not contact you at all anymore. Mm. And I don't know how much you've said to him. You sound very sweet and maybe like, maybe you, I don't know if you've communicated with him the fact that what he did was completely unacceptable. Yeah. Like it, it, it's so unkind. You move in and then you get kicked out because the sister thinks that you're quiet. You're too quiet. That's so painful. And he doesn't have like to do something like that. He doesn't have the right to continue to try to talk to you and hit you up and then also be like, but I'm not in love with you. Like, no. So, okay. Say so bye. this is why I, I tell me, yes, I don't actually, blocking. I don't actually disagree with that approach, but I think that I'm doubting whether or not Hannah's in a place where she's able to, um, she, she sounds like she's very vulnerable right now. Yeah. And like, it may be difficult to clearly establish those boundaries with someone because here's what I'm worried about. Okay. One, 
if you're not feeling the fuck you yet, mm-hmm. it can be very difficult to communicate the fuck you. True. And also, if she says, please don't contact me anymore, that is then leaving her open for him to be like, but I still want to be your friend. I still want you in my life. I care about very you. Very true. And, like, and he I does had sound to, like manipulation mm-hmm. station. And so yeah. then that leaves you vulnerable because your heart is still broken for this man that leaves you, this boy, that leaves you <laughs> open to getting caught back in this web of going back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. So I think what you need to do Oh, and it's hard and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And I think you may want, if you have a good friend that can help hold you accountable throughout this process, I think you maybe though, you send that text and you say, please do not contact me anymore, blah, blah, blah. And then you block him off everything. So that way you've communicated it, but you don't give him the chance yes. to say anything back since yes. you're vulnerable. Yes, 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 or, yes. You just say you delete his number, you block him off of everything, and I know you may be like, "That seems a little extreme." Like, I don't Especially know. Especially if you but felt like you guys are best friends. Yeah, we haven't really ended on bad terms. Yeah. Look, six months down the road or whatever, hopefully you will be feeling better, and maybe at that point you guys can have a conversation about what happened. But you need to protect yourself right now, girl. You need to protect yourself from him trying to get have his cake and eat it too, weasel his way into your life without actually committing and not holding himself accountable for the way that he hurt you. And you need to set a boundary. And that boundary may be not reading into those mixed messages that he's sending. Mm-hmm. And or maybe like we've talked about, if you feel like blocking him on social media is a bit is like feels whatever um, petty, you can remove yourself off social media, maybe delete your accounts for like three months if you have that option. Mm -hmm. But I would block him. I would block him off your phone and for your phone and text messages. Yeah. For now. I think you're right. For a certain amount of time. I think you're right. I think you're right. And also, I just want to say this too, Hannah. (sighs) You... Please do not now be in this situation after dealing with what you dealt with, feeling insecure about yourself. No. Screw those. Mm. Screw that girl. Amen. I, you, oh, what I would have, like, would give for a quiet roommate. Okay. So bless. (laughs) Seriously. Like, you sound lovely and kind, and that girl did not deserve to be your roommate. And obviously, there's other issues going on. You are worth so much more than this. So please do not feel insecure because of the situation. I would imagine it'd be hard not to, but don't feel that way. You deserve to be someone who's going to fight for you. A hundred percent. And someone who's proud to say that, like, yeah, that's my girl. She's amazing. Like, screw you. Yes. I mean, boy, bye, boy, bye, and girl, bye. Oh, sis, and girl, sis, bye, sis, bye, sis, bye, <laughs> boy, bye, for real. <sighs> oh man, I'm heated. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's calm down for a minute before the next uh, yes. for the next question. <laughs> yeah, let's <sighs> uh, let's chat for a moment about Noom. Uh, Noom is an app that's been helping me with my goal of eating more nutritious food, aka balance i love my sweets and my breads and my pizzas and my hot cheetos and my cheese my cheese boards for life (laughs) um but but as i'm getting older i do need to include some greens in my life and i want to show my daughter that it's fun to eat cheesy bready food but also eat green leafy foods um and that's where noom came into play for me i've uh talked my body and eating issues before and so typically apps like this 
weren't good for me, but Noom is different because it's an app that allows you to make clear what you want out of it, not putting any pressure on you, simply asking what you want, what you need, why you're truly on this, and how you will feel most loved and supported. Because I am sensitive. I want encouragement and love and no pressure, just a gentle nudge to make sure some greens are in my eating, and that's what they've really done for me. Through a goal specialist just for me, they also have a community on the app, which is really beneficial. And we've both actually had members of our family go on the mm-hmm. new map and feel so much love and support through it. It's been great. Yeah, it's true. And you don't have to change it all in one day because small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash chatty. That's Noom dot com slash chatty to start your trial today. Noom dot com slash chatty. Okay, so it's starting to get a little chillier out, um, even though it's warm today. But yeah, the, 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 God, <laughs> it's supposed to be chilly but, out. But the, the future temperature says that it's going to get more chilly, and I'm always more down to work out oh, when yeah. it's chilly. During the heat, it's tough for me. I don't like it, but with the cold weather, I'm all about it. And one of my most favorite ways to work out is using OpenFit. Yeah, because OpenFit takes all the complexity out of working out. And it's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day and if you're a mom who wants to work out while the kiddo naps it's perfect if you're traveling in a hotel room it's perfect and if you're a college student in a dorm it's perfect or if you're scared of the gym and feel like everyone's staring at you because you don't know what you're doing even though Um, they're not staring at you it's perfect relatable (laughs) i love open fit because mama don't know what to do with all those weights and gym machines this way i can just turn my tv on and do open fit in my living room i can do extend bar or take a class from badass stunt women or get trained by a tough mutter champion or do yoga or do that 10 minute workout when i'm in a hurry or burn out uh you can viewed on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and even Roku. Listen, some places only sell classes as a package, and often you can't make every class. OpenFit brings the classes directly to you. Although, also, the classes and class memberships can be so expensive. So expensive. expensive. Oh, but my gosh. OpenFit has changed the way we work out, and texting our code CHATTY to 303030, that's 303030, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text chatty to 303030-303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Just text chatty to 303030-303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Okay. All right. I'm so ready for our next... Let's do it. Voice memo. Hi, Beck and Jess. This is Caitlin, and I have kind of a funny question for you. I broke up with my ex-boyfriend around two years ago, and before that, we dated for about four years, and during those four years, I weaseled my way onto their family Spotify plan, (laughs) and I'm still on the family plan for Spotify that they are paying for, and I guess my question is, is it worth asking to be taken off of it, or, and, or how do I ask to be taken off of it? Oh my Thanks god. So much. Does that mean she's getting charged? <laughs> no, I think she said she's they're paying for it every month. Kaylin, you're my hero. I love you. <laughs> Wait, why would she ask to get taken off it then if they're paying for it? Honey, I think you said you were in a four year relationship with him. <laughs> Worth it. You're gonna you, milk that shit for <laughs> twice as long. Eight years of the Spotify family plan. Ever. Yeah. Dude, you they, deserve it. If they haven't caught on, 
Milk it, baby. Milk it, baby. And if, I mean, it clearly sounds like though she would like to get off of it. Um, Why though? That's what I'm not understanding. I'm like, is your credit card being charged? No. Maybe she's just a good, maybe she's a better person than we are. I'm like, I'm taking everything for free. classic, you know? You all, I mean, she should be sharing her password and username with all her friends so that they can use the Spotify family plan too. Oh my gosh, it's when your boyfriend leaves a bunch of clothes at your house and you just continue to wear them. Or their Netflix login that you use for as long as possible before they change their password. Absolutely. That happened with my exes. One day I I went on and they had changed their password and I was like, fuck, get down. I had an ex who I really didn't care about. I got the ick with him like right away, but he had a bunch of really cozy sweats and he left all of them at my place and I wore them. them back. No, I wore them for like four years until Evan one day was like, whose are those? And I was like, my ex-boyfriend. Dude, one time I had a one night stand with a guy that I didn't really want to see again, but I left one of my favorite outfits at his house and I was, but it was in Costa Rica, but he was from California. So he was like coming back to California. Oh, that's devastating. I was like, oh, I don't want to connect with you like in real life, in in my real city. But you want that outfit. But I want that outfit back. I sacrificed the outfit. Well, Caitlin, if you're getting it for free, I mean, I would just keep <laughs> piggybacking off of that. Um, if for some reason just we like, misunderstood and you're paying for it, then I would just like cancel it, cancel the subscription, and card. then just <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> well, I think that I'm pretty sure that you can use the same card and just like go through a different email. So maybe just like start a new account. But then she'll be paying for twice. But no, cancel, cancel oh. theirs. So all of a sudden they're trying to log on and they're oh, like, true. why can't I get on? And then be they'll like, they'll still well, have the same login info. They just have to put in their card. Yeah, They'll have to put in their card and pay for it. But I'm pretty sure she said that she was getting, you know, but enjoy, enjoy. But yeah, I mean, it's you, like what? Three or four bucks a month. If they haven't noticed it. Eh. Yeah. It's, it's clearly not breaking the bank on their end. But I'm kind of obsessed with you. Yes. I say, yeah, take what's yours. I love that that was a question she sent in. I know. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's check out this one. Ready. Hey, Chatty Broads. This is Blanche. First of all, I just wanted to say that I love your guys' podcast. You guys are awesome. Been listening since the beginning. Thank you, Blanche. Um, So my question is, I recently got married four months ago, and I'm only 20. So most of my friends are unmarried or single. Uh, So how do you two manage your time with your friends that are not in a serious relationship? How often do you hang out with them? Uh, And also, how often do you hang out with your married friends or serious relationship friends? Do you find it that it's healthier... To have more friends or spend more time with people that are married rather than single? Do you find it hard to relate to your single friends? Um, At this point, I'll stop rambling and I'll just let you guys (laughs) interpret that question however you want. Thanks so much. Again, love you guys. Love you, Blanche. Well, this is a different direction. We actually did get, like I said, quite a few questions regarding people who are married or in serious relationships. I have strong opinions about this. Um, I don't. Like, I I don't know. Some of my friends are married. Some of my friends are not. And I like hearing about my single friends' escapades. And I like going out with them. I don't know. Um, 
I, I don't think I've ever, I, to be honest, I just don't think I've ever been in that position. Well, <clears throat> I have. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Well, Take I it was, away. again, I was the way that, oh, sorry, I'm stuck. Oh, gosh, my jeans are about to rip. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the YouTube, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I got stuck in a, a large distressed. opening of distressed of my jeans. Um, okay, so I was raised in a way of when you get married, you, and it wasn't like a hard and fast rule, but it was definitely like acknowledged that when you get married, you hang out with like other married people mm. because the single people are in a different space than you are. They're you know heathens. what I mean? They're heathens. <laughs> It was a little bit like, well, if you go out with the single people, then like, are they going to pull you into like their single ways and like all this? And genuinely, I know this might sound ridiculous for some people who aren't coming from where I was coming from, but it was just kind of a thing. Like you get married and you hang out with at least people who are in relationships because they're on the same page Mm -hmm. as you. So for a long time, I dedicated a lot of my time to being with my friends who are in relationships. How boring, you know? And I was so <laughs> bored. I was so bored. I also lost sight of a lot of shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like there's, ev- first of all, we're all in different places. And so it's so important to have balance in your life just in general. So it was like when I was only hanging out with people in relationships, we would just talk about relationships constantly from a certain perspective. And there was no balance of hearing from somebody who's going through something else You're in life. You're kind of in a bubble. You're in a total bubble. You lose perspective of, like, that there's anything outside of you and your little relationship, mm-hmm. you know? But also she's talking about, like, having a hard time with her single friends who she feels like they like they're, there's a misunderstanding. Right, and I think that that definitely can happen. I, I do know that. Um, and, like, have you dealt with that? Yeah, for sure. I think, but again, it was, now, now Blanche, you're 20, And this is coming from mama who's 31. So I'll say this. When I was younger, I got married when I was 23. When I was younger, there was definitely more of a disconnect. Uh And I had some of my friends who didn't necessarily know how to handle me being in like a marriage well yeah and going out and stuff looks different when you're 20 than when you're 31 do you know what i mean like yes. it's a different kind of like now being i single. go out the same way <laughs> <laughs> no you know what you know what i mean like when you're 20 yeah. and you're like i don't know i just feel like it is kind of you're in a different space it's different it's different i think that i do understand too when i was a little younger Um, And Evan and I had first gotten married. I don't think that there was necessarily as much of a safety between him and I. Like if I were to go out with my single friends to a club that he maybe didn't feel as confident to be like, oh, yeah, you go out. Uh I know we're good, whatever. There was more insecurity in our relationship. So I think that that does take time. But as someone who is older, has been with my person for a long time, there is nothing more fulfilling to me now than hanging out with some of my single girlfriends, going out, going out to a club, going out and getting some drinks and just having a good time. Well, that's the difference, too, is that she just got married four months ago. Yeah. So she is so so Blanche, you're, you're also fresh. in a different headspace than you'll be exactly. in 10 years where you're like you probably are spending a lot of time right now investing 
in your relationship with your husband and like are not really wanting to like go out and get blackout drunk and be around your friends who are making out with random dudes. Understandable. Which I totally get. Totally understandable. Like, and, and you may not get there, but so I don't know, but because I don't know what the exact, like what's, what's the advice to give her on that. I'm like, I just feel like I would say it's really important to just not let friendships go by the wayside. If they're still your friends, like I understand that some friendships just in time fizzle out, but if I could encourage, like if you have good friends, whether, whether they're, if you're, if let's just say you're listening to this and you're a single person, one of your great friends gets married and they're off the grid for a minute, like be patient. They'll yeah. come back around. And then if you just get married and you have a great friend and they're single and you're like, I'm not vibing with like their, you know, what they're, how, where they're doing in their life, like on a day to day, it's just not where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. Just know these are like your friends. These people will, will be around. They, you might be in different life stages, but it's so important to not let relationship or singleness get in the way of your friendships. Yeah. And come it's back just, to your common ground exactly and sometimes it's just like meeting you meeting the person where they're at so maybe with your single friends and I know this is maybe an awkward thing to communicate um and just do your best maybe not to come off because I know sometimes if you're feel if you're single in the situation it might come off as like judgmental but if you could openly say to your girlfriends be like hey here's the thing I'm an old married woman now you know how I'm kind of doing it with my husband but I want to make sure that we're hanging out like Let's get dinner, and yeah. I want to hear about all of your escapades. Tell me everything, but you know, probably not going to be hitting the club right but like, now. Go and get wine in the movie. Like, still do something exactly. fun. I will say, Blanche, Blanche. Here, I'm saying this with love. I'm sure you're not this person, but don't be the person that is always inviting the person over to your house to hang out with you and your husband yeah. or bringing your husband mm, out to dinner. Like no. that's, that's no, that's no, not your fun. single, your single girlfriends want to spend time with you. Yes. Not with you and your husband. Yes. No, that's you, you, you got to make space for friendships in that way. Cause that's not really fair. And also if you have <laughs> you and your husband don't always be trying to set your friends up with your one single friend because that uh-huh. can get real messy. Yeah, so I think keep, <laughs> keep coming back to your common ground you have that with yeah. that person. Like, find the, the ways that you guys have fun and connect that actually has nothing to do with whether or not either you, either of you are really in exactly. a relationship or something. I just, I'm a passionate about it because I just feel like it's so important not to lose sight. Because I'm just telling you from someone who's 11 years older than you that you your friends are always there and I've lost touch with a lot oh, of friends oh, yeah. because of this. I wish that I feel like I missed out in parts of my life. Like you're going to, you know, hopefully you are married to this man that you love for the rest of your life and you're going to be with him for a long time. So it's important to keep other people in your life who are, who are your friends too. Yeah, Cause you're only 20 once. Yeah. And so, and, and, and you don't have to sacrifice being young and having fun with your friends just cause you're married. Exactly. That's all. Okay. Passion. Next question. <laughs> um, all righty. Hi, broads. Uh, my name is Emma. I just wanted to ask if either of y'all have had any experience with open relationships or just um, non-monogamous relationships in general. I've been with my boyfriend for five years now and... Um, He's the only person I've ever dated, ever had sex with, that kind of thing. And it's same with him. And I don't know, I'm sort of starting to think I want to try an open relationship, but I just don't know how to bring it up without him thinking that, like, I don't love him or, I don't know, things like that. 
So any help would be so appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Yikes. First of all, open relationships are wrong and you should not be wanting that. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. I see Becca's little smirk. Um, Okay. I feel like this is a tricky one. I think it's really hard not to get butthurt about that unless you're wanting the same thing. I think it's that's there's a there's a high chance that your boyfriend is going to get hurt by it. Well, unless he or, wants one too. Yes, unless he wants one too. Go ahead. So I mean, this doesn't really count. We we've, we've talked about it before like I was sort of in an open relationship with my first boyfriend in high school. Well, that's totally different. Completely different than the situation you're in. 5 years together, I believe, yes. did you say? Mm-hmm. And uh adult and committed and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um Honestly, <laughs> this may not be really good advice, but I think get a little tipsy if you guys drink or a little buzzed and just be like bring it up playfully this is this is like maybe not healthy good advice but this is the easiest route in my opinion and bring it up and just be like what would you think if like would you ever like have an open relationship with someone and like yeah, test the waters casually a little bit while you're kind of bu- and it may open up a really big discussion but mm-hmm. i don't know like I, the only reason i say that is because like having to sit down and being like babe i want to talk about something like I think I want to have an opener. I'm, I want an opener. Then that, what that person hears, and this is not your fault, actually, because you're not responsible for how that person is true. going to project Very their true. feelings, their insecurity onto another person. But that person may be like, ah, I'm not satisfying enough to this person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. ego gets in the way all the time. Of course. So that's my maybe not so good advice, but I definitely don't think it's bad advice <laughs> because you kind of at least are like, kind of testing the waters and like making it a little more playful rather than like a because i think if she wants to have a sit down you have to know then girl that like that's really what you want which if you really want an open relationship that's fine but if you're kind of just like playing with the idea know that if you sit down your partner who you didn't start an open relationship with and say i think i'm interested this is going to be a very serious conversation and you have to know that both ends that means that he too will be having sex with other women i mean maybe you can find a show or a movie where someone's in an open relationship and just be like would you ever and this is just my kind of like roundabout personality but being like would you ever do this and if they're like no never be like why i think it would be kind of fun and like Mm -hmm. just kind of i think ease into it yes I think that's great advice, honestly. Really? Because yeah, I do. I mean, it's not maybe like the you know like <laughs> the therapist, the therapist advice. <laughs> advice, but like in real life advice because it is the way that you were making it sound. Was it Emma? I think it was Emma. I think so. Um, the way you were making it sound, Emma, is that you're just kind of playing with the idea. Yeah. So she's you, curious. You're curious, which is completely understandable. Yeah. This is the only person you've ever been with totally he's understandable probably curious too though he might be curious well, now I mean, we, she, we don't know if he was with a bunch of other no, people she before, said that he's, he's she said he's the same oh okay yeah i'm sure he's curious too then so you might be if you like becca has is recommending kind of casually playfully bringing it up maybe because the movie you're watching and it, there's in, it's in context you might open up a really good conversation i think that you could follow up the serious conversation after the the playful one because here's another benefit of the playful casual bringing it up 
you will probably see, even if it's in a playful conversation, if that person has insecurity about it. Like if you're watching the movie and you say like, would you ever do this? And they're like, no, never. And you'd be like, and then you ask why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're going to kind of hear their thought process of like whatever insecurity or reason they may not have, they may have. Mm-hmm. And actually I shouldn't say insecurity because I don't want to suggest that people who don't want open relationships are insecure. Oh no. So I want to, I actually want to make that clear because I don't think that, but whatever his, his um, qualms with that situation may be yeah. that way you can sort of feel out how to approach it and how to talk about, his fears or issues with it yeah maybe you could do one of those um you know those cards where they pull out and it's like 50 questions to get to know your partner but if you make up one (laughs) slide it in and be like would you ever consider being in an open relationship he's like is that a piece of paper why are they all cardboard (laughs) he's like let me see that one you're like no you're like i don't know just a random one (laughs) tear it up but it's definitely like like we were saying it's valid for you to feel that way after being with someone for a long time and that being the only person. Um, and yeah, I think bringing it up in a, in a, uh, a playful way is a good idea. Okay. She asked about our experiences too. And I actually did have a playful conversation with gray and I've like thought that it would be fun. Cause Jess was like, haven't you wanted that? And I was like, well, I don't know. Cause I don't know actually how I feel about the messiness of the whole situation. And I don't know I don't think it nece- I don't think it necessarily at all has to jeopardize your relationship. No. I just feel if you're if you're doing an open relationship for the first time and both of you aren't completely sure how it's going to go, it could put a lot of strain and stress and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to put like strain and stress in my relationship right now or any time in the near future. Um possible strain and stress. But anyway, we had like a casual conversation about it and I was like, what if you were like on vacation and blah 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 or like what if I did this and he was kind of like, "Oh, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't, like, I, I that wouldn't bother me. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like, there are certain ways that we're on the same page, and it's just, like, good to know that. And now I don't feel like a freak anymore if in the future I wanted to, like, have an open relationship. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that, bring, like, having the conversation definitely makes you feel safer. Yeah, exactly. And I think I know uh, a few. I actually was literally having a conversation with a friend of ours about this two days ago and she really yeah and she was saying that for her in her past relationship just actually verbalizing the curiosity of it was all she needed like she Mm -hmm. was feeling away and feeling like maybe I want this and as soon as she brought it up to her partner playfully and she did bring it up playfully actually um and they had kind of like a conversation that sounds like you're in Gray's, like where he was kind of like, yeah, I could see, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It literally was like, okay, I just needed to know that. And then she never really thought about it again. I totally relate to that. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Really? I felt the same way where once we talked about it, I was like, oh, that's just like nice to know that that's a freedom that we yeah. could possibly share in the future. And like, yeah. I'm actually really happy right now. So whatever. I'm so Emma, maybe that might be something like with Becca saying, bringing it up playfully. It might be something that helps you process whether that means you're going, okay, maybe I don't need that. Or it says, oh, maybe this is something that we're both open to or we're having this conversation. Or he's definitely not open to it and you're still curious about that and, you know, see yeah. see what that actually looks for, like for you in the future. Like, is this something that's going to be a non-negotiable for you? Maybe you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're like, I need to be in an open relationship. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely like... I, I like that concept of the playfulness when especially you're both not coming into the relationship as two individuals who are in an open relationship, yeah. you know. 
Jess, you can totally plead the fifth, but have you ever considered, like, is that, is that something you would ever be interested in? No, I won't plead. This is, you know, okay. this, is, this is chatty broads. Okay, I'll, I, I'll I get just want to make you feel safe. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, you know what? I haven't necessarily felt that way in regards to having sex, mm. but I've definitely felt that way in kind of, like, going out and, you know seeing somebody and doing maybe a little more than flirting just like making out yeah like making out okay. like just kind of it being a little more like casual in that way like uh-huh. i've thought about that like oh when i go out you know if i'd go out and maybe you know all of a sudden someone starts kissing me yeah. like and then let it be at that you know whatever and um and because for me what was really important when it comes to the idea of anything open is needing to be completely okay with my partner doing the same exact thing. And I know for myself, I would not feel comfortable at this point in my life knowing that Evan would be having sex with another woman. So I'm not, I couldn't go there because I would need it to be a fair situation. I was totally thinking about this the other day. And I wonder if people do this because I was like, I wonder if some people make their partner film it. Because I had that thought. I was like, I if I sort of, it's it's sort of strange. If I knew every detail of what happened i would feel more comfortable really isn't that odd yeah because i would i'm definitely you're like opposite. you don't want to i wouldn't want to know yeah because oh, then it would me. be but again that's because i'm not in a in a space where like i feel safe like i'm, I'm just not comfortable with that yeah um because i know that i'd be like i'd play it over and over and over again in my head yeah but you know at that, but that at this exact point in my life i'm not but I am. Um, I've thought about that, and yeah. so I've had. We, Evan and I have had conversations. Now, um, he's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why would I want to fuck anyone but you? Tears streaming down his face. <laughs> no, literally, it was like a heavy conversation. And I was I'm sorry, just not like, laughing because it's no, really sweet. No, I it's know it's funny. very sweet, but I was just like, I'm like, I'm not saying that. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, you know. He's like, you are enough for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. But but it literally was just kind of like, hey, you know, we're getting a little older. We've been together for a long time. Like, yeah, I'm like, I just want to have a safe, open conversation yeah. with you. So we kind of got to a place where I told him, like, hey, here's the deal. Listen, mom is going to fuck whatever <laughs> she wants. <laughs> You're going to have mom is going to do what she's going to do. OK. <laughs> 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 I, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Um, no, I, I basically told him, I was like, hey, I feel like for me, what I need is the ability to go out with my girlfriends um, and be just sing, singly me, not a mom, not a wife, and not like, <laughs> literally I go out and go, my Ember who, Evan who, <laughs> Ring off. <laughs> Ring off. I know I don't even have it on right now. It's terrible. Oh shit! Um, it's, it's over. Um, but uh, but you also don't have it on your Amazon rings, so I'm not. That's then I'm true. not worried. That's true. I don't have on any <laughs> of no my joy. rings. Um, but you know, I, 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 just the idea of feeling just like just purely Jessica. Yes. And feeling like I needed that in my life, and I said I need to go be able to go out, go out with my girlfriends. And, and pretend whoever to be whoever you want to be I'm, that night. And I'm just Jessica, and I need to be able to flirt with people, and man and women, man and women, man, man and women. But I want to 
understand able, why. But I want to be able to like flirt and be playful and whatever. And I need you to know when I am going out, I am being playful and flirty yeah. with people. And I, and I want to be open and honest about that yeah. with you. And I want you to, to you know, I'm not going to be like, fuck you if you don't, if you're not okay with that. But that, this is how, what I feel like I need. This is, yeah, this is my desire right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he was super like that. He was very open to, and he was like, I get that, that you need to be your, you are your own person. And sometimes being a mom and, mm-hmm. you know, it can kind of have that identity thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then we're in an, we're in a situation where Evan knows if Jess is going out with her friends, she's going to have fun. She's going to have fun. She's going to flirt. And she's just going to be her. But nothing's going to be physical. But nothing's going to be physical. Yeah. Um, and that's a- been and that's en- been enough for me. Yeah. And I've had and since we've had that conversation, truly, it's been game changing. Yeah. Like I feel like myself. I go out. I come back. I have my mans. We have a great night in. You know. But it's been that was what I needed a little bit of something. And actually, yeah, having that conversation was really groundbreaking that's for awesome. us. Gray and I, it's funny because I asked him about the the kind of making out thing. I'm like, what about not sex? Like, what about like grinding up on someone and like making out with them and just like not going home, you know, doing whatever right. you can do in the middle of a club with someone, uh-huh. but like nothing in a bathroom or you right. know, at exactly, their house, exactly. you know? Um, and he was like, no, because if I do that, I'll just end up having sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, at least you're honest. <laughs> He's like, no, if I encounter a girl I think is too hot, I don't even make eye contact with her because I just can't let things get away with myself. I'm like, all right, respect. No, that's beautiful, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, when I told Evan, when I'm like, what about like the idea of just like kissing? He was just like, kissing's, it's just like kissing's the most intimate more thing you intimate. Can do. Oh yeah, he is like, he's also kind of a germaphobe. So he was just like, he's like the idea, he's like of making oh, out. It was similar. Home and then like it was similar to what Gray said. He goes, but he's like, when I'm starting making out with somebody, I'm thinking about wanting to have sex with that person. He's like, so so he's like, you're just gonna go out, make out, get revved up, come home, have sex with me. He's like, I won't be able to get out of my head. Oh yeah. And I was like, I completely understand. Yeah, you that. just had foreplay with someone else. Exactly. Before exactly. Coming home. Um, Never mind, I lost my train of thought. I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, let's t- uh, take a break and then do one last question. Yeah. Well, you know how in the last breakup episode, Becca encouraged you to get rid of all of your stuff yes. and move? <laughs> well, we have the perfect place to buy all your new stuff when you move into that new apartment with the good free energy. It's article. By the way, do people like that advice? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. <laughs> move out, burn all your furniture. <laughs> It's like, I'm totally broke. What? Burn all your furniture by article. Exactly. (laughs) Because furniture shopping is terrible and there's overeager salespeople, poor quality pieces, interminable shipping periods, the works. That's why article decided to change the way people shop for furniture instead of schlepping to a warehouse to shop for particle board. Article's (laughs) online catalog features high quality pieces you can browse right at home. Their team of designers have an eye for today's trends, but focus on timeless design and great quality plus in stock items ship in two weeks or less and you know we love our article furniture so much we're both obsessed with the furniture available on, uh, available on article i recommend it to 
everyone. Um, we both have beautiful couches and dining room tables from Article. Um, I just ordered a poof and an end table. Mm, so sexy. Um, Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality of material, and excellent construction. Um, their stuff is built really, really well. It's high quality. Um, they're dedicated to a modern aesthetic with Scandinavian touches, and on top of it, fair prices. You save up to 30% over traditional retail prices, and you also get a 30-day return policy, which is shockingly rare in the furniture industry. I was floating around a couple furniture stores recently. None of them do returns. Oh, my. after like 20, like they bring it in and they're like, ah, uh, if it doesn't fit in there and doesn't work, you're stuck what if with the feng shui is off. Exactly. So article, you can get that 30 day return policy. Well, they're offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase um, of $100 or more to claim. Just visit, visit article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Woohoo. Oh, dang. Imagine if you ordered something for 100 bucks, and then you got f- it's $100 or more. So you could order something that's 100 bucks and get it half off. With our code. Dang, article. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's hop in. Hi, broads. Love your show. I'm so thankful that you're doing a second breakup podcast. Um, so first question that I have is, how do you get over the what could have been? You know, my friends and I were married. We went out the other night and we were talking about our husbands who are amazing. They're great husbands they're great fathers we love them we could you know not ask for anything more than what they are to us that make us happy but there is the one that got away in each of our lives we're talking about how there was just this one guy that we either dated and we screwed it up or they screwed it up and we're still sitting here in our mid-30s thinking about the guys that maybe we could be in a parallel universe. Um, How would you suggest that, you know, we put that to bed finally? You know, we haven't spoken in many, many years. We've moved on. We're very happy. It's not a dissatisfaction thing. It's just a what could have been thing. And we all agreed that our lives would probably be better if we could just stop thinking about the one or the one that we considered our soulmate and we could put that to rest. How do you deal with that? Thanks, broads. Well, speaking of open relationships, what you're going to do... <laughs> you're going to call you're that, gonna message, that You're going to Facebook message your ex... You're going to go have sex with him, determine yes. how it is, and then decide whether you're going to stay with your husband or not. Easy. <laughs> Can you imagine if we did an entire episode just giving, like, the worst advice ever? I Maybe would, that's what this I episode was. I would love that. We could, do a wor- we could literally do a worst advice ever episode. Oh, I think that that's a great idea. That would be just very fun. as long fun. as we make it very clear in the title. And yeah, do a huge seriously. disclaimer so we don't start getting a bunch of one-star yeah, reviews. This is... Worst uh, satire, please. This is, yeah, this is a parody of Chatty Broads. Um, okay, so yeah, no, don't do that. Um, yeah, don't do. Also, please do not feel weird about this. This is no. not an unusual thing. Does it, like everyone go through this? I think so. I, I really genuinely do. Whether you have been in a marriage for a long time or any sort of relationship, I think. The what if? The what if, yeah. 
Of course. Curiosity. Of course. So don't feel weird about it. I mean, obviously, I don't think that you do because you are sitting down with a bunch of your yeah. friends talking about it. Although, you know, she was saying, like, I think our quality of life could be better if we let it go. I'm like, how much are you thinking about this? Yeah, I feel like maybe, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to sit and chat with my girls about, like, you know, what if scenarios sure. or just kind of like, um, you know, playful. Like, did you see what, you know, whatever. Yes. Do you see him giving you the eye? Da, 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 da. Yeah. But maybe you guys are talking about it too much together. Yeah, possibly. There's if a you possibility. feel like it's interrupting your yeah, quality if, of life. Exactly. If you don't feel like it's interrupting your quality of life, then don't listen to me. But if you do, which you said you did, I could maybe see that everyone's, maybe someone opened up the topic and then everyone felt safe. And now maybe there's like, a little so bit let's of. talk about Eric again. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there's a little bit of an obsession of talking about those specific guys and then maybe it's just gotten Which too maybe, frequent. Maybe it's because they are thinking about it frequently though. So I guess that comes true. down to the question of how to get over it. True. Very true. So I'm curious of this one, one of two questions. One, is this someone who you've been in a, we're like in like a lengthy relationship with like a or couple years is this that person who is the individual that like you never actually even hooked up with it's just mm. that that what if I feel like everyone in their life has someone who you never maybe actually were with never actually did anything oh, with oh that's 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 almost ooh, that's almost a little I think, in, I've experienced both pretty strong same but the one, definitely the one that's like the question mark can kind of like, I know for me can kind of haunt me because the reason yeah. I ask is because the person, it, it, it does feel like a different scenario to me when there's someone who you were with for, you know, let's just say a year and he broke up with you and as someone now in their, you know, she said they're in their mid thirties and you're thinking about, and you're like, oh, that relationship they had a substantial relationship that they can like really call back those memories on versus when it's somebody who's that question mark. You're conjuring up imagination. It's it's like, you're literally creating this person because you don't know what this person's necessarily you're fictionalizing like. them. Exactly. You're turning them into a larger than they're life a character. Fan, they're a fantasy and a fantasy is fine to have. But, but if you obsess over a fantasy and give it a, you know, the long term relationship can also become the fantasy because you are then using your imagination to create the life and the children and the all that Very things you true. would have together. Very true. So, but what's the what's the advice with each of those? Because I've dealt with both, and I don't. Eventually, I feel like I just it just passes with time. I don't really. F yeah. Like, what do you think? I feel like I feel like in one sense we go through phases in our life that we feel maybe a little. I don't want to say unhappy, but maybe a restless. little restless. That's the, that's a good word. And you'll have then those like, you know, those weeks or months where all of a sudden you're thinking about those dreaming people about dreaming, them. but it typically I feel like will go away. Um, just try not to make it an obsession and a fixation. And if you really want it to go away, just like, I know that this probably sounds like super basic advice, but when it comes into your head, like you just need to practice pushing it away redirecting doing something else to preoccupy yourself so having some sort of little ma mantra of truth when you think of him just being like this is a fantasy and this isn't real exactly because at the end of the day there is a high chance that you are forgetting the negative because yeah. that's what tends to happen when you haven't been with someone for a long time and you are maybe in a restless place in your life with, you know, you've been with your husband for a while, you have kids, whatever, that you forget 
the arguments or you forget the things that he used to do that caused the breakup or whatever it may be. I think the fantasy can kind of create this perfect person. Well, or you forget that if you were with that person, you would probably be fantasizing about someone else because we all come into those times. And also the fact of the matter is that is not what happened and you need to get more in the present, not in, you need to refocus and maybe every time you think about this person, think about like how much you love your life that you're in right now or think about like potential for the future with the life you're in at the moment. Yeah. Because that shit ain't changing unless you're going to make some drastic moves, which I don't recommend in no. the situations no, any of you no, are in. No, no, no. Especially but, when she's saying over and over again how they're all very, very happy with the people that they're with. That's the issue, though, with this over-fantasizing is that I think it can really let dissatisfaction creep into mm-hmm. your relationship. And then suddenly you're projecting this dissatisfaction you've created onto the person where suddenly they're not enough in these different yeah. ways. Oh, no, I've definitely been through phases in... Um, my relationship where I feel restless and I'm allowing fantasies to creep in and it affects my marriage, even though Evan isn't doing literally anything wrong. I'm all of a sudden getting irritated more easily. I know for me, when I'm preoccupied thinking about a fantasy, I get irritable. I am less empathetic with my kid and my husband. It'll, that'll creep in when I'm starting to really be thinking about it all the time. And I think what you're saying is absolutely true. Like, because you're not seeing the person that you're with for who they are. You're seeing them for what they're not. You start getting into that mindset instead of appreciating what it's right in front of you. You start compiling this Mm -hmm. list of who they could be. And it's important to know that someone's fantasizing about your partner out there right now. Oh, (laughs) shit. True. Maybe they're the one that got away. Exactly. someone else. Oh, fuck. I've never thought about that I think about it all the time. I'm like, Evan. That's really good to root yourself in, though. Yeah. All the time, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, Evan's such a good guy. So handsome. I'm like, I know that there's numerous women out there right now who wish that it would have worked out with him in their past relationship. And they're wishing that they were with him. And I need to appreciate my person in the moment. This is the reality of the situation. And I got him. And I'm happy and stoked. And let it be. Good shit. Anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. Should we do one more? Throw one more in? Hey, broads. My name is Eva, and I am based off in Richmond, Virginia. So my question has everything to do with dating. Um, I have no really dating experience or history, and it's not really that I don't want to. Um, I'd love to date in a perfect world. But my question is based off of this fun thing that I do where I'll actively pursue a guy and then when those actions are reciprocated or they share an interest in me, then I suddenly get the icks. Just thanks again for that term because that's exactly what it is. Exactly. I am almost repulsed by this person for liking me. It doesn't make any sense and I should probably talk to my therapist, but... If you guys have any sort of advice, um, I do want to date. It's like a weird subconscious choice that I've made. So I don't know if I need to do some self-reflection, journaling, address any sort of deep suppressed daddy issues that I may have. Please let me know. I'd appreciate it so much. And I love you both. Thanks again. Um, Okay, Eva. There... (sighs) First of all, you're not alone because we got a lot of messages about the ick. 
Yeah. A lot of people get the ick. I mean, here's a good thing about the ick. You're weeding out people you don't actually want to be with. That's very true. That's very true. Um, when you're talking about, like, everyone you're getting in a relationship with that you're getting the ick, part of me wonders if maybe you want to be in a relationship, but maybe you're just not quite ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. And maybe you're forcing yourself to try to be in a relationship instead of just maybe enjoying the physical end of connecting with people. Like, maybe you're just in a place right now where... It'd be fun for you to just go out on dates, have an occasional hookup, and not pressure yourself to be in an in a relationship right now. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Or I think she's just not meeting the right person. That's also very true. <laughs> I mean, and I think that that's like really possible. It sounds like you got a pretty honed in radar. I mean, yeah. that happened for me quite a lot until the point where I met someone I actually, until the, it's a great measurement of whether or not you really want to be with someone. It's if you're very with someone true. for three months and then they don't give you the ick, you wake up and you're like, wait, a second? Yeah. Like, I really like this person. Yeah. No, it's very true. I know I had the, I had the ick for about a year straight and everyone that I would be with for more than like a couple weeks. Disgusting. The ick. And I did think that it was me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's something wrong with me. And then the right person came around and I was like, oh, I'm not feeling the ick. It's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a yeah. great thing to weigh to weigh your decisions by. I wouldn't feel bad about it. No. And, but I know it's hard not to hold it up against your other friends who just to seem to be from one boyfriend to the next and they meet people so easily they might not have a, a, as good of a radar or they might just be lucky they might be lucky they may be you they know may they may be compromising their what they really want they may, be, they may be compromising they may also be on like a journey to figure out what they want and you might just know what you want more definitively i think some people are just more wired that way too like where you just kind of know what you want versus okay. other people have to experience it to kind of try to figure it out and whatever and yeah there's nothing wrong with knowing what you want at mm. all you just the other hand of that is just knowing that like just to be patient with yourself. If you are wired that way, it may take longer for you to find somebody and not to get, and don't get discouraged and frustrated. And also don't lower, I would say don't lower your standards. No. Don't, don't just push back past the ick and hope it goes away. No, 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 no. Like it's not, you may want to give someone like a second chance though, too. Like in the future, if you're still kind of thinking about them and like, Oh, why did why did I feel the ick? Like, he was such a great guy. If you're, like, thinking yeah. about them later on, maybe try again. Yeah, I that think that happened with me where, like, I broke up with someone a few months in and I was, like, over it onto someone else. And then, like, eight or nine months later, for some reason, we came back into each other's lives and the ick was really? gone. Wow. It's just the place I was at for yeah. some reason. Yeah. I think, I think if you're the type of person who regularly gets the ick after, like, two or three dates then I would definitely say maybe let yourself sometimes have a few more because sometimes you can get caught up in maybe something that someone's doing or a physical thing or whatever, and then you get to know the person more and you like them. But if you get the ick after, like, a couple months, like, that seems to me that you might just know what you want. You've given them a good chance, yeah. and they're not the one for you. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the location where you are, maybe the people that you're around, maybe you need to... Move on to a different group and start diving into some of the Yeah, and the it doesn't there. sound like, you know, some people might be like, maybe you have too high of expectations. It doesn't sound like that's your issue. No. You know, cause some women are like, I want a guy who's seven foot eight and I want him to make at least two million dollars a year. Which actually, if you have those standards, 
Go for it, girl. <laughs> you get it. You might have a rougher time, but like, go for it. Go for it. I support That's, you. But. Hey, I always, I tell all my friends, when my, my friends who have the lists, like the very long, very specific lists, I always say I am in full support of you. And I say you try to find that person, but... N- but you may be missing out on but your you guy. But you may be missing out on your guy. And you may also, like, just know that when you're coming to all of us and upset that you're not finding the person, like, our empathy isn't going to be quite as high <laughs> because we know that he, on your list, he has to be seven foot and covered in diamonds. The universe and may have ten. other plans for you. Right. You know? Also, speaking of lists, I would encourage our listeners who have lists to take a look at their list and see how much of your list is physical or monetary and then just like oh i i'm not i'm gonna disagree with monetary i'm saying how much i don't oh oh, i'm I'm fine i'm fine with having a (laughs) yeah he has to be a certain like i'm not okay with 50 million dollars net worth minimum (laughs) yeah i see what you're saying no i'm saying like if you look at your list and there's 12 things on your lists your list and 10 out of the 12 are like physical money based i would maybe question your list a little bit because maybe you're just looking and if that's what you want great but like get it girl Get a girl, but like but you if know, you're frustrated. But like if you're not finding exactly, someone. if you're frustrated, it's like, well, maybe it's just because we're a little too like physically focused or whatever. Yeah, maybe, maybe we're getting a little too specific, and maybe no. we're we're ruling out people who may also be a good fit. Exactly, but it doesn't sound like it's your problem. No, so I think that if you find someone who doesn't give you the ick, then you know to go for it. So I say just keep trucking along, be patient, keep trucking along, and in the meantime, you know, just don't get discouraged. No, just keep it about having fun. Yeah, and just like savor the moments that are fun with that person before Before you get get the (laughs) egg. Yeah. Well, Broads, thank you so much. We still we had so many great voice memos. We're gonna have to do this again because this was so much fun, and um, we will. So don't so hang tight. And if your question wasn't answered, we're gonna I'm saving them, and we're gonna hopefully get to them here in the future. Um, And we love you all so much. Love you, Broad, so much. Thank you for sending in all your voice memos. Sorry if we didn't get to them. We'll have to do it again sometime soon. We love love you. We love you. Chat soon. Chat soon. Bye.